setting a precedent. Now you gotta come over here with bones all the time. This is exhausting. <laughs> I'm exhausted right now. Usually it's when we're all like we're hyped up. Usually I have like that. <sighs> I'm still feeling good from the coffee, the energy gum, and this. You know, one of no. us was near death two weeks ago. Just saying. Yeah, Rocky really had a rough man. Why? No. Why? Rocky. <laughs> Rocky didn't almost die two weeks ago. Will you ago. stop with. Again, you always bring up shit from the past, man. I know. Just let I it just, go. I li- need to live in the, it was in the now. Literally weeks ago. <laughs> literally weeks ago. Dude, get over it. This is today. Yeah, I, know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm lingering. I know. It's awful. You know, it's bad. Does OG. Do we talk? Did OG have this one? OG does not have uh, this one. Oh. Uh, Big Kev is referring to the bombshell statue. Yeah. Uh, that like I have over there with Black Canary. Uh, yes. Did you guys talk about that? Was we, I in the hospital? You were yes. in the hospital oh, for this okay. one. You actually asked that in the last episode, too. Did I? You did. Oh, God. Uh, and I just haven't brought it upstairs. It's um, really nice. I actually is. like the coloring on this one a lot. The, uh, the sepia I'm tones. I'm, I'm, I have a feeling OG, if he doesn't have it, I'm sure he wants it. Yeah, I have that in the Poison so. Ivy one uh, upstairs Poison as well. So. You collect those, right? Are I you do. trying to be I, completed? I do. I only, I'm only missing maybe three or four, give or take. And I think a, I think one or two are scheduled to come out. More of them, I think. Yeah, well, I, I, the, the ones that are brandy new I have coming on order now. Stargirl is my favorite one. I still. have that one upstairs. The, my favorite That's one, the only one I have left, I think. My favorite one is the uh, probably the Boys and Ivy one and this, the Black Canary one. I think they really did the the Black Canary one, I think, was really well done. But I think the Stargirl one is really, really neat, too, from a design perspective. Mm-hmm. She's just sitting on the on the staff. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, yeah, I really like it. Yeah, that. I mean, honestly, all of these uh, bombshell statues, honestly, are, uh, you know, me, you know, depending on how we, which size you get, like for a hundred bucks for the most part. Yeah. Some of the dual uh, uh, ones are a lot more. I think I have both of the the Joker and Harley ones. You, you need to have that one where he's kissing, where she's kissing him like that old forty. The, the Times Square yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, famous. They kiss. did it in purple and black. They purple did. suit and black suit. Oh, they did. That sounds cool. And um, what's called? No, and Aunt Lu- uh, is it Aunt Lucia or Aunt Lucia? Do you remember? Aunt Lucia. Lucia. Just a it's really. A guy, it's a guy we talked about on the program. OG and I. Years ago, so, years and years and years ago, and such a nice guy too. Yeah, those star he he did a series of Star Wars kind of propaganda posters. Yes, um, which OG has hanging in Studio OG. Yes, he does, and I have the uh, Spider Man Mary Jane kiss. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which he signed. Uh, which I have somewhere. Yeah, which I need to hang up that one up, and uh, just really great work overall. So. He's one of those guys that's definitely worth uh, checking out his uh, his booth Especially, over at yeah, Sally if, if you're in Comic-Con. At, if he's at a show, yeah, you should definitely. Yeah, I'm not that. sure what other shows he usually does, but uh, I'm a big fan of the bombshells. I kind of like that pinup style uh, artwork yeah. in general. Um, Speaking of shows, I think, is it New Jersey, NJ Comic Fest? I think NJ Comic Fest. In yes, Rutherford this weekend? Which is weekend? coming up next week. Oh, this this week. weekend? Yeah, it's this weekend. Okay. I'm I'm thinking about popping over there. I don't know. I, I I'm also thinking maybe I should go back to where I live. Mm, maybe. I, at this point, why go yeah, to well, plan though on things? Well, you know, but it, it's kind of funny that you say that because initially, and again, this may be repeating, uh, but uh, I was supposed to be here for five days. Yeah, and <laughs> like by the end of this week, I'll have been here a month. Yeah, and yeah. So I need to go home and do some work. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, and then, but what's really funny is it's it's literally one month from today, four weeks from today. Good times. Four weeks from today, I I'll be in Japan. Oh yeah, 
Nice. For two weeks. You're gonna be, you're gonna be Skyping in from Japan? I it's gonna be kinda tough on you. I don't know. We have to figure out times. I don't know how the times work. Um it will not be in your favor. I'm just gonna just I, well, it doesn't need to be in my favor. I have to be able to do it. That's the problem. And you know, they're really like they're really sketchy about, you know, like you should maybe not use their Wi Fi. Just and... just do uh just do like a, a call in. Just do a voicemail. Oh yeah, maybe I'll do that. Well if you'll can, you'll you'll be on location. That. Well, I'll see. I'll see what I can accomplish. But I will have a lot to talk about when I come back. Not the least of which is I'm going to the Studio Ghibli Museum. Ooh, yes, nice. that'll mm-hmm. be awesome. And uh, I am going to make a desperate attempt to go to Disneyland Tokyo. Okay. Just to ride the Tron ride <laughs> and go to the gift shop. I can see you doing that. My uh, quick story. My dad went there. Yeah. And he went to like the Country Bear Jamboree they uh-huh. have out there. So, like, he went there because we, as the sandwich family, we like to go there usually when it's hot out to, like, rest because it has AC. To Tokyo? No, to the Country Bear Jamboree. In California? In Florida? Yeah, in Florida. Oh, okay. I'm saying when we're at, when we're on yeah, property, yeah, yeah. we yeah. go there because it's AC and it's right. dark. You can, like, take a nap for a little bit, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, so, it, for those who don't know, it's like Chuck E. Cheese. It's like an animatronic thing. They sing and dance and that kind of thing. Okay. When it works. When it works. Uh, <laughs> so my dad gets there and he starts recording it because he's like, ah, it'll be fun. So the bears come out and there's this woman on stage and she's clapping along with the music. Everyone else, you know, normally you clap along, you sing along. It's a fun time here in Tokyo. They didn't do a single thing. They sat there like they were at a funeral, just dead pan silence. Yeah. And my dad felt bad because he wanted to clap along with this poor woman who's up front trying to like get everyone involved. And he's like, I, uh. as you told that I, I imagine like a banana splits like yeah. horror story gone yeah. wrong on that on that one. So But I, I, I mean I'm literally go I'm literally going to ride the Tron ride, which by the way is now being built, I think, in California. Is Ooh. it? Yeah. And but it's been in Japan for like a decade. Oh wow. At least, I think it was actually spotlighted in the Imagineering. Uh, oh, the one, one of the episodes. I have on, to. On I will have to. You got to watch that series, that. Yeah, dude. Like you, you out. would love that series. Yeah. I really think so. Uh, and uh, uh, and and to get and to go to the gift shop, you know, in case anyone needs anything from, you know, Disneyland Tokyo. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd appreciate that. I, you're I nice, understand, you're swell like and that. I want to make sure that I want to make sure that everybody gets something that they need or want from yeah, oh, oh yeah you had to take the sweatshirt off I hope you freeze to death you motherfucker with your fucking Disneyland shirt <laughs> that, see I sure. wore that today not thinking that I would ever need to do that I'm so glad I wore this shirt today yeah, now good, good for you yeah. and on that note guys we are on episode 573 of Geek Stuff TNG give a dog a bone yeah, we're calling it Give a Dog a Bone because that is the only way we're able to keep this dog silent so we can do the episode. Yeah, so hopefully... So, uh, and in case you're wondering, this is at least take two of this, getting the episode going. This yeah. is take two, and there was a, it was pretty rough trying to get through some of those uh, Gordon Ramsay episodes. So Wait, really, what? How did, what does that have to do with the dog? I'm, uh, no, I'm saying like we had to, like it was hard to pay attention to the show because of the dog at times. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. okay. There you go. You're yeah. good? You good? <laughs> it felt like a dig. No. Okay. No, I was I was watching those damn episodes at work and everything like that. They, they suck they, you I'm in. I'm telling you, man. Kitchen Nightmares is a great show. Good, good show. Awesome. But you know what's better than that? Go to patreon.com slash geekstufftng because, guys, we are offering a whole bunch of different tiers uh, to try and uh, help 
bolster bolster the show. For a buck, you're able to be a, a part of our Discord. It's our little uh, uh, text service program, and uh, you know you can chat with us. And by us, I mean mostly me. Uh, and some of the I other... popped in there recently. Shh, 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 don't hurt yourself for a minute. Um, you're you're able to talk to the other uh, members of our lovely Patreon for three dollars. You'll get the latest show a day and a half early, which is usually Tuesday night. Um, we have some issues, so this show's actually going to be posted Wednesday night. The regular show will be posted, I believe, on Friday. Yeah, uh, and you'll get a sneak peek of issues. the prep sheet for five dollars. You'll get the weekend bonus show of the sandwich shop, which has just been lovely. <laughs> I just can't with the fucking sandwich shop. It's a very inventive name. You know, and, and Monty and I were talking about, uh, you know, the most recent episode of Sandwich Shop today. Yeah. And and Monty tells me how you're doing this kind of, you know, like this really cool music intro. I really like the the music intro that you but had. But then you kind of go into this NPR vibe, which I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's brilliant. What a juxtaposition <laughs> of uh, styles. It was kind of like using. a pop punky kind of like energetic song. I'm like, all right. And it's like, four in the morning as yeah. I'm going into work when I'm listening to it. And then all of a sudden it goes, hello, and welcome to the sandwich shop. You could just hear the NPR and be like, he's got a future. I'm, a part of me, a part of me uh, is surprised I didn't hear like, and at the bell, it would be 5 a.m. Yeah. Something kind of like, yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, just something. Do you remember, he's, he's off the air now, but do you remember Jonathan Schwartz? He had the, like the jazz show that was on NPR okay. for like I don't know, 40 years and uh, and he was removed for whatever reason. But but I would just love to hear like the sandwich shop just done as like the Jonathan Schwartz. It's like, hello, welcome to the sandwich shop <laughs> on NPR with your host Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. He just said random words. But yeah. Saturday <laughs> Sinatra. On a, on a cloudy day. And you can also get what I think is one of our best perks, the vintage episodes of, uh, I guess that we'll call that geek stuff, oh, the original geek stuff, the the yeah. the, the precursor, the BC, pre, the, yeah. BC. B, B, I, I say B. the OG geek stuff. The, okay, there you go. <laughs> because yeah. it contains OG. And yeah. for $10 a month, you'll be able to check out the lovely live show on the Instagram. Now, let me tell you why you're going to want to be part of this Patreon as we move into 2020. Because Ooh. some of you loyal Patreon people are really going to get a wonderful surprise when uh, we do have some new things in the works. And when those new things premiere, people who have been in Patreon... Uh, for a while, may get some bonus items in the tier that they're in uh, that other people might have to go up a tier for. So, yeah. Fantastic. Good uh, time to get involved. And one thing that uh, I'm going to be doing, in addition to our bonus show coming up in a few weeks, uh, I'm going to be doing a, uh, an extra special show of uh, Geeks of TNG over at Gotham Comics, where we're going to be selling our uh, third birthday over at the store. Uh, we open up in Caldwell, New Jersey. The store's third birthday. The, the store's third birthday. Because you I kind say? of indicated that it might be our third birthday on, I guess, on TNG. I'm like three-month like, birthday. Yeah, three months. Three months. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, and uh, I will be there. Uh, there's two other artists. I just need to quadruple check to confirm uh, who's going to be there. Um, cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I will get back on that, but I'll be updating some any information on the Twitters, um, so that'd be cool. Um, I think that is everything. Um, sandwich, are we good? Are we good? <laughs> yes. Okay, we're good. Remember the last time I shook like this? 
I so and many horrible jokes. In the hospital. <laughs> so many horrible jokes. Yeah, yeah. Remember, they were funny. But remember, like, I had 103 <laughs> fever, and you were making fun of me for shaking <laughs> by by making like lots of uh, uh, Back, Back to, to the, the Future, future. references. What was Doc Brown like? <laughs> insensitive bastard. So our first story of the night, gentlemen, because someone's got to make sure. Someone's got to steer the keep, ship. Keep this Tonight on. it's you. Yeah. Uh, the 2020 Screen Actors Guild Awards. We have the winners there. Uh, I'm not going to go through everything, but some of the more notable Just categories. Just the genre ones. The uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading role. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. What a surprise. Uh, for female, we have Renee Zellweger for Judy. Uh, Which I hear was a great performance. I heard the same. Um, again, Kev, because you're the only one who didn't like this movie. Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for a male I, actor in a supporting role. I just don't get it. For the female actor, it was Laura Dern in Marriage Story, mm -hmm. which is on Netflix. I got to watch that damn thing. Yeah, I've heard good things. Uh, I have uh, as well. And uh, let's Did see. I, I will say Avengers Endgame won something. Outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble. Oh. In the motion picture. So. Did... did did um their big award is like the ensemble cast and wasn't that one by Parasite? Yes, Parasite was a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently that movie is really something. And worth pointing out, um, just just because, uh, Peter Dinklage won Best Male Actor in a Drama Series for uh, Drama Series for Game of Thrones, which is like his fourth win, fifth win, I think. Mm -hmm. See, Jen Jennifer Aniston was for female actor in uh, The Morning Show. And uh, I think that those are kind of some of the notable ones right there. There's a there's a very long list. So it's crazy for me to think that he's winning the episode like the award this year for Game of Thrones because I feel like that came out now the final season so long ago because like so many things have happened since that yeah. show ended mm -hmm. and I've been like going back and like watching the last season over again and getting disappointed again because it's, it's the last crazy season. to think he's from New Jersey. I don't get it. Like not far from here. Oh yeah, 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 no, he's in like Morristown or something, right? I think. I don't think Morris it's Morris. I don't think it's Morristown. I'm not sure, but it might be Livingston. Yeah, he's I like, can't remember. I can't remember. Like someone of a local. Uh, yeah. And also for the Lifetime Achievement Award, Robert De Niro. Yeah, which was really a nice presentation. Yeah, it was. Um, so that was really cool. Um, so let me ask this: Do you think that this is like a big precursor going into? It always. They're all precursors to the Oscars. SAG and, and Golden Globes are usually the key indicators. Mm -hmm. So if, if Joaquin doesn't win now, it's the Academy got it out for Joaquin. Basically, the way I look at it. Could be. Could be. Uh, I am so, I still wonder how many people actually watch these movies and these roles that they're So we posted a story on. on Facebook today, speaking of Joaquin Phoenix. Did, okay. you, did you happen to peep it? I have not gone into the Facebook. So uh, we posted a story on Facebook today uh, that came across one of the services and everybody has their opinion on these services and they're either actually newsworthy yes. or they're wildly entertaining. Right. Okay. <laughs> and so I like both of them, you know, and I got criticized the other day because somebody was like, why are you putting up this clickbait? And I'm like, cause this shit was funny. That's why I put it up. <laughs> um, so whatever you think of the service that is uh, providing this story, um, apparently the, the rumor going around is that Joaquin will play the Joker in the Matt Reeves Batman movie. Sparkle Bat. Yeah. Sparkle Bat. So he will play the Joker in the Sparklebat movies. However, it will not be the Arthur Fleck Joker. It will be a different Joker. Okay. Now, Sandwich and I were discussing this this morning. We we're trying to age it out. Yeah. Right? 
I say at the most, the Joker movie takes place in 1980, right? Okay. Which means that if we if we age him out at, and this is being very generous, let's say we age Joaquin in that movie at 20 years old in 1980. Yeah, you're being super generous. Yeah. So he would be 60 if the movie were set now. However, new details coming from recently released set photos indicate that the movie is probably set in the early 2000s. So let's take the bottom line there and say it's set in 2000. Well, that would mean the Joker would be 40, which is a lot closer to Joaquin's actual age. Yeah. So theoretically, if there's any truth to this rumor, they're Obi-Waning the age <laughs> of the Joker, and they're trying to fudge it a little bit to make it work if it's if there's any truth to it at all. So Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they put themselves into a hard spot right they there, into, into a corner. So how yeah. they tackle it, I feel like they're they're almost in a Dan if they do, Dan if they don't kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, and we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out. Indeed. So yeah, me, yeah. And, me and uh, Kev were talking about it earlier, and I was saying how I don't know if I want anything to do with the Arthur Fleck Joker to happen again, only because it's like the way it's been so acclaimed and the way it just was, in my opinion, a really excellent movie. Anything that isn't on that same level is going to be like just, I feel like, shredded, first of all. And then it's going to be like, why did you do this? Why did you do that? It's too high. A, in my opinion, it's too high a bar for them to do anything with that. Even to do a sequel to that movie, especially if he wins the Academy Award. Yeah. It's too high a bar. They should leave it alone. Yeah. You know, and they're not going to because Warner Brothers really doesn't make good decisions about <laughs> yeah, fucking true. anything. So, so that is true. I would mind seeing him as the Joker again. I think he plays a good Joker. Just I don't know if. <laughs> if he plays a different Joker, everyone's either going to say, yeah, why I, didn't you do Arthur Fleck? Yeah. Or I mean, that's, that's why the rumor, I think, is yeah. a bit ridiculous. But that's yeah. why I'm saying, like, they're damned if they do, damned if yeah. they don't yeah. at it's, this it's, point. It's so. no, and it's Warner, so they're damned if they do. Anything. <laughs> uh, moving on, we have Apple TV. They announced uh, their slate of their upcoming programs for some uh, releases. So, Amazing Stories, the reimagination of the original Whoa. anthology. The five episodes are going to be uh, the to debut on March 6th. Hey, we have an effect for that. We we do. Sandwich, where's the soundboard? Uh, at my house. And the internet. So I have to download uh-huh. Okay. How, how long have we? Nine soundboard? episodes of the docu-series Home, which talks about uh, innovative homes around the world. It's going to be launching April 17th. Uh, Defending Jacob, based on the 2012 best-selling novel of the same name, uh, will premiere the first three episodes exclusively on April 24th. Uh, that's the one uh, with Chris Evans involved in that. Uh, we have uh, the first original UK show, Trying, launching May 1st, uh, and a whole bunch of other ones. Um, one that kind of got me interested was Central Park, the animated musical comedy. Uh, that is coming on. Do-do-do. Not sure when that is coming out right there, but that's kind of on my radar. Um, but my favorite one of everything, which shouldn't be a surprise to at least Sandwich, uh, is the Apple. Apple's also going to uh, release a BC Boys um, documentary. Documentary. 
Oh. That's going to be the documentary uh, will feature premiere on select IMAX theaters April 3rd before going globally on Apple TV Plus on April 24th. Uh, and as my favorite uh, uh, my favorite group, I'm very excited for that one. There. Is Beastie Boys your favorite group? Abs- hands down. Oh, I didn't know that. Hands down, Beastie Boys. So my thing is, are you going to get Apple Plus for this or are you going to go look for a theater and see it? I will I will go out of my way for that. I will go out of my way for the IMAX. Mm-hmm. Um experience for the experience um but if they offered something else extra on apple tv plus like that wasn't in the in imax um i'd first i'd see if i can buy it they got the mini imax close by right go with uh not warwick uh what's the other uh the mall um in new york state Oh yeah, um, yeah, right. I'm forgetting the name of that. It's place. Too much mall is what I refer to it as. Yeah, something like that. The one that's Palisades. Like sink. Palisades Mall. Uh, yes, uh, I do that for for. I, shit I, I've referred there. to that mall as too much mall for years. That's that's understandable. Almost. Too um, much mall. So I will say with the with Apple, it looks like they're trying to go um, as diverse as possible. Like they're trying to get like a little bit of everything. Uh, for that. for their but I mean they're they're going kind of quality in that in that capacity. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, Disney Plus is stricken, uh, is sticking strictly to Disney stuff almost. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. If only they went a little more diverse. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Um, yeah, so I kind of like the, the, the route that Apple TV is going uh, in that matter. While uh, Amazon Prime, they released a bunch of movies that are going to hit their platform. Uh, I'm not going to go through everything, but it's a bunch of uh, movies that have, have been out, I believe. Um and some of that are going to be available to, to rent and purchase finally on their platform. So whole bunch of stuff there. Um, switching to Disney because we have a lot of Disney stuff that's oh in the boy. news right now. Because uh, the they one, own everything. This is true. Uh, the first one, which is worth, uh, which is really a falls into the not a surprise category. Uh, 20th Century Fox and Fox Searchlight uh, are being rebranded by Disney. So uh, instead of 21st Century Fox, it's going to be. 21st century. Yeah, they're just removing Fox. Yeah, which which, <laughs> which is great. It is great. Well, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, what they, this the, the studios have been around since like what 1940 something something. Honestly, don't know. I'd have to look. Yeah. Uh, oh, the original 20th Century Fox was formed as a merger in 1935 between oh, 20th Century Pictures and Fox Film Corporation. Um, so it's many, 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 many decades uh, in the making there. Um, Almost a hundred years. Yeah, one yeah. Uh, in uh, I believe it was a Variety article. Uh, they said that it's worth rebranding specifically for the fact that Rupert Murdoch's name is always incorporated with the name of Fox, right? Uh, which is very toxic. And they want that out. So, so they want that out there. The, no matter what you think of Fox, the I think they just kind of wanted to almost go like squeaky clean something new right there. Um, one of my favorite aspects. Put my sunglasses down, sir. You are not I Ray. You are not Ray Charles. To say I love you. Now, see that was terrible. If you were on the Patreon right now, and you were on our live feed, I think your girl's there. You'd be seeing me do that. So it's a little hard for me to see. Um, yeah, that's her. Yep. Uh, so hello, darling. Hello. Uh, so one of my favorite aspects of Disney Plus is going to be coming back. The world, according to Jeff Goldblum, renewed for a second season. Good. It should be renewed forever. It should be his career. Because <laughs> I swear to you, if you've not seen it yet, you're really missing out. It's some funny shit. Uh, it looks like it's going to be for a 10-episode second season. Wonderful. Um, it's so good. It, it's it's so 
energetic. It's, yeah. it's spastic. It's crazy. It, yeah. It's all over the place. Uh, I was I was a little surprised. I thought he was going to be doing um, comic books. I don't know why. I just thought that was going to be like, the, oh, yeah? or, or cosplay was going to be like the last episode. Of no. The year. I think it's jewelry. Is jewelry the last one? No, I thought coffee was the last one. For no, the coffee definitely wasn't. Oh, well, whatever it was. They were all good. You should the, check them all out. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Um, there was a little bit of uh, internet drama, which I think has now been subsided, but we should talk about it anyway. What's that? There was a, there was a uh, depending on who you believe and what sites, there was a bit of news that came over about the Obi-Wan show that Ewan McGregor was out. And that the show was canceled, one of the other. or And that there was drama between Ewan McGregor and Disney because Ewan McGregor is one of the producers. So he has some okay. control over the storytelling. But, you know, obviously not as much as Disney. Mm-hmm. So um, there was a rumor that they were having issues. And then there was a rumor that there were scheduling issues because Ewan does have another deal to do a Netflix show. Um, and the scheduling was kind of not apparently there were some problems with scheduling so um but then i think later later either late today or maybe yesterday there was a clarification i think from you mcgregor that no everything is fine and they are on track to start producing the show when they said and it will be out when they said and mm-hmm. so on and so forth but i think it's funny that you know these little internet dramas because th- th- there's a show that is so highly anticipated that any little blip of anything that comes across the wire it's is substantial. Like substantial, yeah. yeah. You know, like Hugh McGregor stubbed his toe, so Disney no longer wants to do the program. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just stupid, but I just think it's funny. Uh, we'll get back to some more Star Wars news. Oh, that's it. That's going on as well. But just one more Disney Plus story. Okay. Uh, uh, Disney Plus is going to be launching earlier in the UK and into parts of Europe. Yeah, it's March 28th or something? 24th. 24th, sir. Right. Uh, they're going to be coming on uh, roughly a week-ish early. Um, so it's going to be $8 for a euro or a pound uh, and around $78 uh, for the year. Right. Uh, and they're going to be expanding to, it was Portugal and Belgium uh, later into 2020. Um so they can finally kind of get their fix on their their Star Wars and, and right. Marvel and all that jazz over there as well, and all um, that jazz, all that jazz uh, as we were listening to jazz before we got started. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's almost funny this, considering that what the numbers were for Star Wars for Mandalorian for some of the other you know for the the, the general subscriber total, and it's like oh yeah, we haven't even launched in like these other markets yeah. where there's just. So many people who are like kind of itching to one of the things that I that I find hysterical still is when you go to some things, I think a really good example might be Avengers Infinity War. Okay, where it says will not be available for streaming until 2021 or something like that. And they give like a date. I still find that part of it hysterical because they have deals with other platforms until mm-hmm. a certain time. Yeah. Um, but I, I randomly like just, I can't remember what movie it was now. I found something and it was like not available for streaming until 2022 or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Don't they own this movie? They Can't own they but they cancel get, a deal? Whatever. I don't know. Maybe not worth the penalty. Uh, so going back to the theme of the Star Wars stuff that we oh. just mentioned, Disney's cracking down on sellers selling unlicensed baby Yoda dolls. Uh-huh. They are they're cracking down on well, that. They if, are sending. They got their shit in order. 
They're sending. Uh, <laughs> they they would have made a fucking uh, windfall. They're sending cease, cease and desist letters uh, to people specifically on Etsy who are selling Yoda, baby Yoda products. Uh, no word on exactly how many uh, or how many listings have been deactivated at the same time. Um, but uh, And that was according to The Verge. Uh, but it looks like they are cracking down as the as you just kind of hinted at how they're rolling out the Baby Yoda products uh, later rather than uh, earlier. But yeah. again, I, I stick to the camp where uh, it totally makes sense the fact that they did that with uh, to get the the word of Disney Plus out there and to have everyone talking about it I still at the same think, time. I still think. I still think it's Disney. I still think they could have done it where maybe the Baby Yoda stuff wasn't available. When Baby Yoda was available, they certainly could have made it available by Christmas. But there's I no mean, way. Nothing, how are they going to do that without having, without dropping the surprise well, of Baby Yoda well, at the well, same time? How, I, how could how can they keep the surprise the way they did, right. and then be able to be like, okay, now you know about this this yeah. character. Here's all the merch. I I still think yes, it would have been difficult. I'm not denying that. I still think I still think they should have tried it because right now the official pro there's no official product till March. But I still so, think it's worth it for them. I still think all things considering it was worth it. Now that how, they have to go after, you know, this one and that one and, you know, and they're, and they're combing Etsy for fucking Baby Yoda products. I think it would have been worth it to try. I, I wouldn't be surprised, by the way, if it's more shirts because it's so easy to print up a t-shirt than it's, anything it's, else. Too. I wouldn't like, be surprised. It's knit things. Yeah, it's like, yeah it's pro, someone stuff. who crocheted a Baby Yoda yep. at the same time. Um, so I'd be interested in what you guys think about this. Oh. Taika Watiti is in talks to direct a Star Wars film, according to The Hollywood Reporter. 100% yes. Now, I will just say my two bits before you guys go into detail, because this is your thing. Uh, I think he's an amazing filmmaker. He's a great storyteller. Um, he knows how to tell a story. Mm -hmm. um, and tell me if I'm wrong, I always feel like his stuff is a little bit more comical at the same time, so it may not really jive with Star Wars. But I'm intrigued because he's so fucking talented. How can you not give him a chance at the well, exact same time? Well, let's talk. You about, do that. I'm going to raise a thermostat. Let's talk about some of the films. All right. Right. So Thor Ragnarok, I think, is the one that everybody kind of goes. That's the first right one. To, that could, Yeah. Right. And then. Yeah. And then you also have Jojo Rabbit. Which is an amazing film. Um, and then you have the fact that he did an episode of The Mandalorian. Which one was his? You got? No, I forget? don't know. I don't remember which one was his. Last one. Did he do the season finale? I, it was. I don't think so. I'll check. All right. Well, you All can right. check that. I don't think it was the season finale. But the the point is, is that he certainly has the chops. He certainly is has been successful um, with regards to if we can. I mean, we could just take Thor Ragnarok. Let's leave Jojo Rabbit aside for a minute. Yeah. Let's just take Thor Ragnarok. Everybody was like, kind of like, uh, another Thor movie. Cause Thor two still Thor, the dark world is considered the worst Marvel, the worst Marvel movie. Yeah. Which I think is amazing because I didn't think it was that bad of a movie. I actually liked it. Yeah, me too. And so when you consider that Thor Ragnarok was, is considered now one of the best Marvel movies and it was Taika who did that. Not to mention the fact that he played one of the characters, yeah. you know, which he played Korg, who is the big stone guy now in several movies. Um, uh, when you consider all of those things, it, obviously the man is mad talented. He did the final episode. 
He did do the final one. Yes. That's weird. Did he only do the final one? Or did uh, he do one earlier on? He did at least the final episode. Okay. I don't think he did. All right. The other I didn't. Ones. I didn't think he did the final one. But okay. Well, that said, he certainly has Star Wars chops then because that episode was great. It was epic. Yeah. And so, as for him directing a Star Wars movie, I think it would be fantastic. I think it's a great idea. I wonder what they would let him. You know what they would have him do. They're, I don't think they're going to have him do a trilogy of films. So they're probably going to let him. They probably have him do a standalone film. So what standalone film does he do? Do you have an idea of what standalone film he does? Give us a call at the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven and let us know uh, what what kind of movie, what Star Wars movie you think Taika. Watiti should direct, and you may hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. You know, I didn't realize he voiced IG-11. He did. I didn't realize yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's why I thought he did one of those episodes. No? No, no. unless you're thinking, unless you're mixing uh, Favreau. No. Mm-mm. No? No, I thought he did one of the episodes with IG. I thought he did the... I honestly thought he did the episode, the, the baby, the the... What you call episode when he comes back and he's watching the kid? I thought he did that episode with the two, um, with the, the speeder, the, yeah. the, the the scout troopers. I thought he did that one, but I mean, I could be wrong. So it looks like I'm just skimming through really quickly. The only one who even did two episodes was Dave Filoni. Filoni, he's thank the you. other creator. Yep, he directed the first one and what was it? The fifth episode, the Gunslinger episode. Uh, and yeah, Taika did the the last one right there. So, so we should probably maybe uh, Sandwich and I can help you on this one. Uh, What's that, Mr. Monty? Dave Filoni is the heir apparent to Star Wars. He worked directly with George Lucas to develop the Clone Wars animated series. Okay, which he created, and he also created the Rebels animated series, uh, which he also worked. I don't know as directly with George Lucas, but George Lucas definitely worked directly with George Lucas on Clone Wars. Um, and he and Favreau are kind of the uh, the two names being tossed around because Kathleen Kennedy, who's currently the head of Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. is probably going to step down. So you see, you see, future. you see them to like kind of like a, a co joint leadership. Know, I don't know if they do that or if it's one or the other. And then obviously the other one would be like number two. You yeah. Know? So who would be who would be number two for uh, Feige? There isn't one. There, yeah, I don't no. think so. Taika. Actually, yeah, or Gun. Yeah, it would. It probably would have been James. It would have been before that whole before that Disney whole thing. thing. But Taika, I think, is really embedded now. So he's doing something else for Marvel. I don't know what, but I know he's doing something else. Oh, he's doing Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, he's mm-hmm. doing Thor five. So yeah. four. Four, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Thor Thor. Um, yeah, Thor. And again, I'm still interested on what, not to, to go too much on the tangent, but I am curious on what Gunn's role is going to be once that Guardian movie is out. What is he What is he going to be doing in the MCU, if anything at all, come post-Guardians? Well, he was supposed to be structuring the, the space, space, yeah, the space universe of Marvel. Universe, which could have included, which may still include stuff like Nova. Mm-hmm. It'll include at least part of the Fantastic Four one assumes absolutely has a possibility Silver Surfer Galactus is Surfer if Galactus is 
the big baddie, you know, like it would be part of that. He'd be part of structuring that as well. But no one, I don't know that, I don't know that they've said whether he's just doing Guardians 3 and thank you very much, or if he's doing Guardians 3 and then kind of getting back in the groove of, all right, where are we structuring space MCU? Yeah, so. I, and again, not to not to continue this, but like I, I know that Disney was very happy with the way Gunn handled the whole situation and never mm -hmm. even really yeah. looked for a replacement director. At the same time, I think they uh, were all scared of Dave Batista, and I don't mean quitting. I mean scared of <laughs> Dave Batista for like, good reason. You know, like you all of a sudden it's like, you know, like it's me, Dave Batista. Are you a Disney board member? Then we need to have a conversation. I'm gonna be very interested in uh, if there's ever a documentary that comes out years from now about everything that happened behind the scenes for that, that situation. Disney would never allow that. Yeah, to no. I would love it though. I'm just saying, I would love it. it. We're just never gonna get it. Yeah, um, sandwich. Uh, I think you need to get the next episode. I feel like this might be a little oh, more. Which up, up <laughs> as you open up your phone, uh, Viz Media. <laughs> I had it. Oh, Viz Media and the manga thing. Viz Media is going to be releasing a uh, the Legends of Luke Skywalker manga. Yeah. So, um, I, I've read some uh, manga, manga, Ugh. however you want to call it, in my uh, in my youth. You know, in your youth, <laughs> in my youth, growing up, you know, in the shop, in the shop, the sandwich shop. Um, just, just plugging something that barely exists, and it certainly didn't exist back then. But just cut it out. <laughs> um, so the sandwich shop might have a mysterious fire. <laughs> Hopefully, your insurance has paid up. Uh, anyways, sandwich um, shop a little short this week. Fuck, fuck you, you, pay, pay me. me. I couldn't. Th I couldn't think of that. I was gonna do that, but I couldn't think of all the lines. If someone gets hit by lightning, fuck you, pay me. <laughs> so the manga anyways, was released yeah. the other day. Yes, the manga. Um, not the first one they've released. No, it's not actually. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just kind of curious about uh, in terms of the popularity, like what you guys may think in terms of. Uh, how big of a deal is this going to be for Star Wars fans? Is this going to be kind of more of a niche thing? Is this going to be kind of a, uh, like who is this really going to be for more than anything so else? I feel like um, generally in the Star Wars people, this is not saying anything bad about manga. I feel like the Star Wars group is a more of like a comic book American style uh, viewers where they'll enjoy, you know, your Marvels, your DCs, your those kind of styles, like maybe independence. As opposed to manga, not to say that they don't like manga, but that's not something that I feel like a uh, original Star Wars friend, even a new Star Wars friend, is going to grab off the shelf. I think it's I think it's the reverse. I think this oh. is I think this is for the manga kids who are so obsessed with manga that they won't look at anything else, and this is their attempt to go. Oh, we can get these kids too. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it's the I think it's the guys who are you know guys who are not fans of Star Wars but who are like who know everything about manga yeah this is the opportunity for Disney and to take advantage and of Star Wars crap. people to go all right well we can get these people these we will we'll play in their we'll play in their you know park you mm -hmm. know what I mean we'll 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 get down to their level to get them on board yeah so then the, even the manga kids who like Star Wars but who are like oh I don't like Star Wars I like manga who can now go well I like Star Wars manga you know like that yeah. <laughs> all right. So there could be some Star Wars manga cosplay. There you go. Um, all right. We got some uh, stuff coming out of uh, the uh, DC side of the movie universe. Uh, Warner Brothers Birds of Prey starring Margot Robbie is expected 
to have a uh, box office projection of $52 million, according to Deadline. That's low. And f- I-, I feel like that's too high. They've got high I, hopes. Even if it was 52 <laughs> in comparison to other movies of the genre, it's mm-hmm. nothing. So I'm going to go with but the, I agree with you. I think it's a high projection. So let's just talk about the, the top five opening February movies. Uh, the record is Black Panther of a $202 million. Followed by <laughs> De- De- Deadpool, hundred thirty-four. Um, that was the weekend. That was the opening weekend. Yeah. we should be saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because I think in short order, Black Panther made a billion dollars. Yes, it did. Uh, the other movies, which are, are very random on this list, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey at eighty-five million, The Passion of the Christ at eighty-three point eight million. Wow. And the Lego Movie at sixty-nine million dollars. Giggity. Wow, I can't. But yeah, so yeah. It's a little I mean, hard to piggyback off of that. Well, look, it just doesn't look good. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. It just doesn't look good. It's got zero support. It doesn't exist in anything. I've heard very, you know, it, it's, you know, it exists in a universe that no longer exists. I mean, at least according to, you know, what, with the exception of, uh, what's his name? Uh, What's his name? Ezra Miller showing up in the in the huge crossover event on the t- and good on Warner Brothers for recognizing the fact that their TV universe, the Arrowverse, it's referred to, is a way fuck better than their movie universe. Yeah. By sending Ezra Miller over there for to do a cameo as Flash, you know, I think that says it all. Yeah. So this movie exists in a in a in a thing that no longer exists. You know, it exists yeah. in a universe that no longer exists. There's no more Jared Leto Joker. There's no more, you know, there's no more Justice League. There's no more. There is a Suicide Squad movie coming up, which apparently is not related to this previous Suicide Squad I movie. I don't even know. I, th- I think oh, some of the cast is the same, but they're. Is gonna, it? Some of it is, I think. Right. I don't know. It's just oh. so. I, they, they changed Deadshot. It's not Will Smith anymore. I think it's Idris Elba now, I think. So. I don't is know. Is it man. the same? <laughs> and it's called The Suicide Squad versus Suicide Squad. Yeah. So that's a real leap. I feel like this Harley Quinn movie isn't meant for, this is sound dumb. Isn't meant for comic fans. It's meant for people who go to like Hot Topic and just buy the Harley Quinn shit cuz it's quirky. That's what this movie's for. I mean, I we'll guess say, we'll say it's like, a waste of what's her name though. Margaret Robbie. Well, no, there's the, no because that's the you know uh, if, if they what? can get her in a movie in this character, which is just probably the end of it. Uh, they they would try. No, it's what's her name. Uh, it, it's Fiona. Uh, um, what, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, something. Like yeah, that? Mary Elizabeth. Very good sandwich. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is who I was referring to. Yes, from Scott Pilgrim. Yes. She played, uh, I can't remember the character in Scott Pilgrim. Now. Fiona, Fiona Flowers. Flowers. Right. There you go. I was at Apple. Uh, <laughs> and she was also in uh, Abe Lincoln Vampire Killer as Abe Lincoln's wife. Hunter. Hunter. Yes, that's true. Great book, yeah. by the way. And, uh, movie, not so much. <laughs> the movie was fun, at least. Yeah, it was, it was all probably right. going to be better than this fucking movie. <laughs> the book was better. <laughs> but, the, um, but that said, it's kind of a waste because she doesn't do a lot of stuff. And I think she's really good. I loved her in, in Scott Pilgrim, and I loved her in other things I've seen her in as well. So it's kind of a waste for her. And fucking isn't, isn't what's her name? Rosie Perez? Isn't Rosie Perez in this movie? Like as one of the lead girl, I'm pretty sure she is. I kind of gave up at the same time. So, to be totally I mean, you, you get my point. My point is, is yeah, that she this, is. Is, this is kind of a waste of uh, of of some talent Contracts. that you don't get to see enough of. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, I don't know. 
I feel I feel kind of bad for them because their movie's a failure before it even hits the theater. Uh, Sam, do you know what was a big win for me today? What was that? I forgot, which I forgot to mention at the top of the show. Uh, when I came home from work, I guess Rocky sat on the remote control. Yeah. And he's literally sitting on the ottoman watching Monster Squad on TV. <laughs> it was by far the highlight. That, that little five-second, ten-second realization as I was walking in the house, so... Just a happy moment I wanted to share. A um, little bit more stuff before we go to break, gentlemen. Uh, Aquaman is going to be coming to HBO Max. There's going to be an animated miniseries uh, that will be hitting. Do, 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 do. When is this going to be happening? But N- why? No you know, I, I'm intrigued by it. But based on the movie Aquaman? Is it the Momoa Aquaman? Uh, da, da, da. It's going to be a three-part animated series. Three-part? Three-part. Oh, all right. uh, <laughs> I thought it was it's ongoing. Gonna be, uh, uh, the director, though, will be the one who directed the live-action movie. Okay. Um, James Wan? It's going to be James Wan, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of don't mind seeing how they go in this direction, how they bounce I just the, know off the movie. Uh, I just want to know if it's based on the Momoa Aquaman, or if it's based on like classic Aquaman? Uh, I'm looking in it right uh, based now. Based on it being James Wan, I would say it's probably the movie uh, Aquaman, which is fine by me. It's a movie I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel to either, if I'm being honest. Which they're going to be doing that. I mean, well, I'm not surprised. I hope, but, you know, let me tell you, that Wonder Woman movie is really great. The first one, I like nothing about anything I've seen about the sequel. Nothing. Zero. Zero. Nada. I don't see anything worth liking about that movie. By the way, speak, right speak, speaking of which, before I forget, yes. uh, something you do like, The Joker, uh-huh. which I believe you're a fan of. Uh, did you see the trailer in uh, Mortal Kombat 11 yes. with The Joker? Yeah, uh, uh, Sam had showed me that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, just, I watched it in the car while he was doing something, and when he came back in, I showed it to him. Yeah. I thought it was hysterical. Yeah, I funny. thought it was good. That, that's all you got? It was just funny? Just funny. It's just not my cup of tea. Uh, Great. If they do a figure of him, let me know. <laughs> you right. know, it's in. not good enough. It's not on your Atari or something like that. My to, Atari? Uh, yeah. I don't own an Atari. You just don't, you're just more old fogey. Like, do you even have an Xbox? No, I talked well, about this. We talked see, about this. Well, I don't think you should be making fun of my video You're saying game it's not your cup of tea. That's what I'm saying. It's not my cup like, of tea. Would you rather have a Mortal telev- Kombat? Not telev- my cup of television tea. or something? Okay, I'm just a asking. Te- in, in television? What did I say? I don't know. <laughs> That's why he's trying to figure it out. It was like a television. That's what I heard. How about we? Uh, how about we go to break before? Oh, all right. More off the rails. Ooh. This is where you. Do oh, it, right. Do With it. that, uh, Mr. Monty <laughs> and uh, the owner of the sandwich shop. Because let's plug, plug, plug the sandwich shop. Uh, we're gonna take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode five seventy three. The one we're calling "Give a Dog a Bone," and he will just chew it and make unfucking real noise. The entire time we're trying to do the show. This was half of a brilliant idea. Now, next week, you need to bring a bone and a fucking throw rug. Can I? Can I? And that would do it. Can I pause the recording? Fine. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. 
We're the Monster Squad. Hey, this is Fred Decker, director of The Monster Squad. This is Duncan Regeer, Dracula from Monster Squad. This is Tom Noonan, plays Frankenstein in Monster Squad. This is Tom Woodruff, Gilman from Monster Squad. Hey, this is Andre Gower, Sean Crenshaw from The Monster Squad. This is Ashley Bank, Phoebe from Monster Squad. This is Ryan Lambert, I'm Rudy from The Monster Squad, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Wolfman's got nards! From the mouth of babes comes dynamite. The Monster Squad's gonna do tonight. And on that note, we are back with episode 573 of Geek Stuff TNG. The episode we're calling Give a Dog a Bone. You just heard our lovely sponsor. You did not hear a uh, game stuff, but the fine folks. What the hell? What? Why is there no game stuff? He's got, he's got ish. He's, he's, he's doing stuff. He's good. Okay. You know, he, it, oh, reminds me. I gotta send him notes. He sent in a vacation request, so it's it's on the books. Yep, it's on the books. Human oh. resources processed it. It's oh, all right. Everything, you didn't get the memo. Didn't come everything's on the, yeah, over the, the table. The last person. So we memo, are good. So. But sandwich, why don't you talk about our lovely sponsor for today's our episode. lovely sponsors over at Build X Wing? That's right, buildxwing.com, folks, home to the one and only one eighteen scale X Wing on the market, which will be perfect for you and your uh, three and three quarter figures. It's a great piece for collectors and diorama guys and guys who just like things in scale. It's fully detailed and fully realized. It comes with things like the X-Foils come out into attack position, you know, something I like to say. Uh, didn't notice in the, in the movies because I just pay attention to the lasers and the explosions. And so not it's like a flying DeLorean with the doors? You like mean it has... when they're about to, when they're approaching the Death Star in yes. episode four, A New Hope, uh-huh. and they're going to attack the Death Star and they go lock X-Foils in attack position and all of them just do that? You don't notice that they're not attacking anything yet. I'm yeah, just no, but I'm saying like I, I'm kind of like as a kid, it's like cool. I don't care about that yet. I'm not retaining sandwich, that information. Sandwich, sandwich, sandwich. This was this is the moment. Where Anyways, you say, go fuck yourself, Kev, and go back to the spot. <laughs> is that, we, this we is li- that moment. <laughs> we like to. Uh, this is the moment. We like to plug the deluxe edition here on the show, which comes with wonderful things like the booping bopping r2d2 uh working landing lights the booping bopping r2d2 <laughs> boobly bop bop biddy biddy bop r2d2 makes uh, noises st- go on down a static <laughs> skywalker and a little people mover and all the fun little things it comes with magazine guide every time you get the pieces in that helps you uh build and construct it should i i'm gonna keep going keep going um, and it comes with a little binder that you can put all together it. once you're I done. I do the thing. <laughs> Go back to your okay. Okay. I can. Are we still going? going down, okay. I can't. Great. I I can't tell. Anyways, um, like I said, it comes with a nice little magazine guide full of fun little facts, a little information about building the the uh, piece itself, and it's gonna look great in your little man cave wherever you uh you show off your Star Wars figures. So. Now is my favorite part of the spot. Mine too. Stolen from Kev. Where you're going to go to a convention, maybe you and your friends, and you're going to see the Star Wars bit. And you're going to walk over and say, holy shit, guys, you see that X-Wing over there? I'm going to look at it. And you're going to go look at it. And there's going to be a nice little price tag right there on the bottom that says, like, several hundred of thousand dollars. And you're going to say, wow, I don't have several hundred thousand dollars to just drop on this piece. What this is going to do. Several hundred thousand dollars? What I'm saying is it's going to be dumb expensive. Okay. Let me finish my bit. Okay. Sorry. Good going, sandwich. (laughs) 
where this uh, month to month uh, subscription where you're going to get these pieces you know, one by one and you're going to build it as it goes along. You're going to be really satisfied yep. once you get it all together, you sit it down, you get your little three and three quarter figures and <laughs> you'll just say, wow, this piece looks fucking amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so oh dear, like I oh said, <laughs> they're at a uh, build But if you want to use your cell phone to reach them, you can call them at eight, seven, seven, five, four, four, six, seven, seven, nine. I'm going to be looking right across at you in the video. Okay. Fan-fucking-tastic. Um, all right, boys, we have some product for today, um, which, Mr. Big Kev, I think you should uh, you should introduce right now. Yeah, so, you know, we talk a lot on the show, uh, you know, about a lot of products, but one of the things that we talk about a lot is um, hot toys. These are the, I mean, the really... I love my hot toys, man. I know. I know you do, sir. And... Uh, they are really like super detailed, super uh, 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 produced, and and absolutely stunningly sculpted, and 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 uh, with a good price out. point at the same time. It's 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 expensive. Don't get me wrong; it's a high end collectible. Yep. But we talk about them a lot, and they are exclusively sold in the U.S. by Sideshow Collectibles, which we also talk about a lot. Yeah. But you know, there are some licenses and things that Sideshow actually produces for themselves right and we have two great examples i'm going to hand uh, this one over to you there sandwich all right <laughs> and i'm going to hand this one to you mr monty yeah, now right. we have two examples here tonight we which which we wanted to talk about they both just come out and um they are the joker uh sixth scale figures that's 12 inch uh figure and and, and and Boba Fett. But now the Boba Fett is a very special case because as we know, um, Hot Toys does the Star Wars figures generally, um, which are distributed by uh, Sideshow. But this is one that's actually produced. It's designed, it's concept, it's all created by Sideshow. This is actually the Mythos uh, Boba Fett. Uh, you can see there, Mr. Monty. Mm -hmm. um, and the Mythos Boba Fett is an extension of their Mythos uh, line, which is a which was a statue line, which at this point has three released pieces and one that's coming um, of Asajj Ventress. I think there's an Asajj Ventress, Ooh. yeah, statue, Mythos statue that's coming. And what Mythos, what the Mythos line does is it kind of it it kind of makes sort of an assumptive design out of uh, uh, out of characters that you know. So the one that kicked off the line uh, was the Obi Wan, uh, the Mythos Obi Wan statue. It's a beautiful, piece. which was it is really a beautiful piece, and uh, it's a nice uh, size uh, statue. It has lots of um, uh, moving parts, and it's kind of. Obi-Wan, it, it's what you assume Obi-Wan would look like if he was in the desert, let's say, for the upcoming. And I think this has a lot to do with, uh, you know, I've said this for years, um, that I think that that mythos Obi-Wan statue, which kind of shows Obi-Wan as, as he might look at when he arrives in the desert on Tatooine and he's kind of finding his way around. Uh, you know, he's got some old equipment slung over his back. You know, he's got a rifle and so on. And he's definitely Obi-Wan. But what was great about the statue was that you had two heads. 
Yeah. You had an older Ewan McGregor head or a younger Alec Guinness head that you could choose. Um, and then in their infinite wisdom, they said, you know what? We can do this as a 12 inch figure because it's our creation and, you know, and Disney and everybody approved it. So we'll do that. And so the Obi-Wan mythos Obi-Wan was the first 12 inch um, mythos action figure. Um, they went more with the younger Alec Guinness head, I think for the figure, I think it's only one head in there. Um, if I remember correctly, it's been a while. Um, but now they've come out with Boba Fett and Boba Fett. I still think is a really close second to be in my favorite of the statue line. Boba Fett mythos statue has an enormous yeah. rifle as one of the options that you can choose. And that enormous rifle is, is here in the box. He's got a bit of um, sort of covering, which is kind of, uh, you like know, cloth, kind of, cloth yeah. kind of not really a cloak. It's more like a, I don't know, what a tunic. Call it? like a tunic. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, so okay. he's seeing some, maybe he's seeing some desert action as well in there. Um, great piece, lots of great articulation accessories, lots of, uh, um, alternate hands. He's got two lightsabers here. Yeah, I was looking at that. I don't know what the story is behind those, but I recognize neither one of them. So he must have. Uh, is he has he killed some Jedi along the way? On Maybe the he has. on the sideshow oh. website, it says oh. it's three unique trophy lightsabers. Oh, there's a third one. Oh, it must be further down in the box. So when it says trophy, I'm assuming, assuming that he killed, he killed somebody. Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't say who they belong. It doesn't who. They that's just to. like the quick summary on right, that right. on that picture of theirs. So, um, so that's a great piece. And then we don't want to short change because we're we're all huge fans, obviously, of Star Wars and Boba Fett. Well, at least me and the sandwich are. Um, but we don't want to short change this as well. Sideshow has a license to do twelve inch, really amazing. Uh, if this is any example, pieces from both DC and Marvel. Oh, okay. Both P DC and Marvel. And this is the Joker. The Joker comes with two unbelievably great sculpted heads. Yes. I mean, they Agreed. are both phenomenal. How do you even decide between the two of those? I kind of like the one that's not attached to the, the open jaw. Yeah, one. the open jaw one is really amazing, like, but the other one is sinister. It's good either way, to yeah. be honest with you. I think it depends how the lights look in your display right. case. Yeah, I that's, think that's true. How, that's it's how, what you're doing with that's the figure. A, that's a very good, you know, we, we should talk about that at some point about displaying pieces. Well, we'll totally do, agree with you. We'll do videos because eventually these will get displayed and yeah, we'll shoot need some the videos visual. of setting up the displays. Uh, comes with a switchblade and a big old gun yeah which 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 you would like to have uh some swappable hands both of these uh characters feature the you know sort of real sort of uh cloth bits mm -hmm. um as well at you know the whole suit here is really cloth on the joker uh as boba fett has some cloth bits as well so you know what i think the reason that i wanted to bring both of these in today is to say that you know Hot Toys, not the only company producing 12-inch figures. True. Hot Toys may be the mark by which everything else is measured, and I think they've earned that. Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. But I think what we have here is two really amazing examples of product that is created by Sideshow um, and distributed by Sideshow. Um, and I think these are as amazing as even the box is, is nice yeah, looking too. The but box is really the packaging. Well, I think on the Boba Fett, they've stuck with. I like the way it's more sleek, though. 
well, the Boba thinner. Fett. Yeah, 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 no, but like like the simple lines with the the, the charcoal colors but, and everything. But all of the all the Star Wars packaging is like this. But I think, and that's why I think it's yeah. like, keep it going. Like yeah. that makes sense. And I think they matched it this. up. But this is like they had they had a bit more free reign on the Joker and and really the DC and Marvel yeah. product in general. So. And what's cool with this one, I don't know if we can see it from um, the packaging. It also comes with a crowbar. Yes. So the crowbar with I think that open jaw thing, like depending if you oh, want to yeah. have it like this or oh, like yeah. these, like ready to swing. And if you get like, like a uh, if you get a twelve inch Robin figure that you can bloody up and bludgeon and make look awful, <laughs> that, that would be a wonderful display. Can do that. Can do that as well. Uh, the only my only issue with this one, just looking at it with right. the way the faces look and the the weapons and everything, I wish the suit was dirtier. It's very pristine suit that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. So I wish it was like a little bit more, not, you know, just like grimy or, or just like, like a little Bloody. more. Yeah, this <laughs> it looks like he just picked it up from the dry cleaners. Well, he, you know, he's usually presented in a very neat way like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are occasions, or I agree with you, where he has been presented in a dirtier way. It just depends on who's drawing him or writing him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. That's, that's fair. Yeah. And I, I think, um, uh, you know, with respect as well, I think there are some coloring issues on the Boba Fett armor. I don't think they, I don't think they got the color quite right. Um, but again, it's the mythos line, so they have a little bit of license with regards to that sort of thing. Also worth pointing out with the Joker here, according yeah. to the website, uh, limited edition, only one thousand pieces. Oh wow! Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, no word on the number for the Boba Fett. Are they um, sold out? So with the Joker, it's for two hundred thirty-five dollars. Uh, you can still get onto the price plan for the exclusive. Let oh, check, nice. Let me check the collectors. Uh, same thing with the collectors. So three payments of roughly $75. What's, what's the difference between the two? Uh, da, 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 da. I because mean, I better got that. I better got the collectors. Uh, it has the alternative laughing head. Oh, so good. the head. Oh, is I do the, have it then. So then you're solid. Yes. Now, what about uh, Mythos for, Boba Fett? For Mr. Mr. Fett, uh, $250. Uh, roughly after a twenty-five dollar deposit, three installment plans, uh, three payment plans uh, for that piece. Uh, there, just the one, just the one Mythos piece. There's no collectors there's no, and there's no standard variation. and all that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Good. That means it's all in there. Yeah. Yep. Including that huge rifle, which which was one of the really great sort of draws for me to the original statue on which this figure is based. Yeah. So yeah, and really. For anyone that you know for the uh, the installment. Uh, for for seventy five bucks a month for just a few months, it's kind of worth it for yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the Stella payment plan. Like We've talked about this. The payment many plan, times. Yeah, the payment plan is really, really a great thing for collectors. Interest free payment. Plan. Interest free. Yeah. Ooh, that right. yeah. even better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now Sandwich is going to hop on. All of a sudden, Sandwich no. is in debt. He can't make the show because he has to work his third job. That's right. <laughs> Just to pay for his collection. No, no, I'm just happy I don't have enough room for these things, or else it'd be full of just. Mm. Oh, wait, wait till you I get don't... a little older, sir. That yeah, but, I know, I know. I'm worried. Sandwich. Then. I don't have room for them. No, no, no. But <laughs> it's like I'm running out of room for my bombshells right now. So <laughs> that's you just need like a shelf, like over there. No, I just need a shelf upstairs. See, see Kevin, what you don't know is the big Kev suite will soon be just a bombshell room. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Just a just a Murphy bed and the bombshell statues. <laughs> you you get like a little folding cot, but the, there's a nice big display case for the statues. Yeah, just need a place to lay my head. No, <laughs> not here. Uh, I'm slowly. <laughs> I, I'm also hearing uh, the wrap up music. I know you don't oh, have your headphones the gen- on. So. The, yeah, the gentle tunes. I can I can hear it. It's there. It's yes. there, guys. I mean, just <laughs> if only you had headphones. Your hearing issues of wrap up. <laughs> uh, but you can catch us each and every week uh, over at your favorite podcast. Just search for Geek Stuff TNG. Uh, search us over at the Patreon, patreon.com slash geekstufftng. Things are a, coming. For a number of prizes, uh, prizes for tears, rather, Ooh. excuse me. Shh, um, give it away. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, real quick, I will definitely, uh, you, you can actually find us uh, on Instagram at geekstufftng. Over at the Facebook as Geek Stuff TNG. Where we post and a lot of o- stuff. Over on the Twitters as Geek Stuff TNG there as well. Uh, I will be at Gotham Comics uh, February 1st. Yes, that's Saturday. If only I can reach my phone, but I cannot. Um, we're going to be doing our, it's the third anniversary of the store. Um, one person who I believe is supposed to be there, uh, George Vega. Ooh. Oh, really? I need to confirm that. Right, so from Vegemation Press? Yeah, so hopefully uh, when he listens to this, uh, I was right and nothing has changed and there won't be any hopefully, issues there. when he listens to this, he remembers that um, I, um, I'm supposed to get drawn in that comic book. Oh, I'm by the saying. way, by the way, by the way, yeah, you were. I was? Yes. Did you see it? Yes, I saw it. You were in the I hospital. didn't see it? You were in the hospital. Oh, man. So see, you're being a dick on air. So now I got to make you feel like one. So there you go. Now it worked. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, you can find me over at Twitter, over at Instagrams, um, Snapchat, and also the YouTube. I'm trying to do some YouTube videos on my own there. As Monty's Mayhem. That's M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Big Kev. You really are. The you really are the hero of the week episode because you got the bone throw rug. Just saying, <laughs> just a little one, like you know, like a five by five. Just because we put it down doesn't mean he's gonna be there. You can, if you just put it, you know what? <laughs> we'll we tie it down. It, that's what I'm gonna tie wraps. Say, we'll get some tie wraps. Tie the bone to the rug, and he stays on the rug. It's brilliant. Which is social media, Cap? This is a half of a great idea. Uh, you can find me uh, and Cousin Dave, uh, sometimes Uncle E-Rock, sometimes J-Ham, uh, and uh, other guest stars, maybe even The Sandwich one day again. I was like uh, a season one only. On, <laughs> he got killed. On <laughs> Xbox One, uh, trying to bring law to the lawless West in Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I'm Big Kev GS over there. I'm BK Geek Stuff, you I are. think, everywhere else. You are. Right? Yeah. All right, you can find me on Instagram and the Xbox One Network at Fat Dumbledore. Fat Dumbledore. F A T. F A T. D O M. D O M. B L E. D O. D O. R E. I need a drink. Huzzah! I need a drink. And with that, Big Kev. With that, Mr. Monty and. The proprietor of the sandwich shop. That's right. <laughs> Check out the sandwich shop each and every week. I don't know if you guys over know. At, I have a show called the Sandwich at, Shop <laughs> over at Petraya, uh, one of our patron uh, Petrayan Petrayan uh, feed. Areas. That's right. Become Petrayan now, and uh, you can be in the sandwich shop before you know it. Sandwich Lord. shop. Sandwich shop. Join the sandwich shop. I'll make a sandwich after you. <laughs> High enough tier. Wow. <laughs> For the love of God, end the show. We will bring this episode <laughs> of Geek Stuff TNG to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying good night.
OG, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. I'm a plot and scheme, Mario.